everybody. It's uh, once again, it's time for another episode of the Silver Emulsion Podcast. And my name is what? My name is Steven. Race to see who can fall asleep the fastest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, hopefully you remember what uh, we watched. Cause <laughs> I'm having a, <laughs> a hard time. Man, I, I, that, that doesn't bode well for your opinions on this one. <laughs> well, yeah, we shall see. It's <clears throat> This is called Dragon Half. It is a two-episode OVA series from 1993. And they were directed by Shinya Sadamitsu. I don't know anything about him, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know anything else he's done offhand. No, I um, thought you were going to come out with something, but no. No, no. This is one that uh, I just caught in high school back in the VHS days. And okay. This was a, a part of my regular rotation in the time. Of, yeah. Uh, this was a uh, like the. A, really big deal to uh, teenage me. It's a big deal to teenage you. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> we have a feedback. Oh. So let's try to remember that it was a big deal to teenage you, <laughs> and we'll pick that up <laughs> after, the, after feedback. the feedback. Right. And I doubt that either of us will remember that. <laughs> but let's see. Maybe we will. It's a test. Um, so the, we have a feedback from Evan about The Protector, which was the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hi guys, I just revisited The Protector again and have to say this because it's the first occurrence in film history and a landmark moment in cinema and it's something that just can't be glossed over. You briefly mentioned it in the podcast. But after a solid week of research, I've discovered this is indeed the first time this happened in cinema history and needs to be credited with moving the art forward. A beefed up wrestler throws a fucking baby elephant <laughs> through a window. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an unexpected moment. You don't really see that coming. Right. Like, like at first I thought that it was taking like all four of those guys to pick that thing up. And then it's just the shot of the one guy doing it. No, just just one dude. Like, oh, dang. Just one dude. For all you film historians and cinephiles, take note. The Protector is the first film that an elephant gets shot putted through a fucking window by a fat-necked beefcake. <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Maybe the best part of it. There is literally no reason for that yeah. to happen, right? The icing on the cake is that this brute has zero amount of remorse for what he just did. Because after he sends the elephant airborne crashing through the glass, he screams in achievement and he flexes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a meaner man in movies. <laughs> That's one of the many gems throughout this fantastic, ridiculous flick. And this was directly after the bone-breaking scene, which may rank number one on my list of holy shit moments in nutty action movies list. <laughs> For some backstory and spoilers, Tony Ja grew up loving his elephant friend. For like 30 years, it's been his best friend, loyal companion, and training partner. And in a beautiful montage, we see them bond 
a baby elephant joining the family. And it's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> then one day some thugs kidnap his elephants, those bastards. So Tony Ja traverses Thailand and Australia, repeating his Where's My Elephant line 378 <laughs> times. <laughs> he first kicks the piss out of some old fart who's singing karaoke, and within two minutes he's launching a speedboat through a helicopter. <laughs> I like how Steven pointed out that escalated quickly <laughs> because it did. <laughs> Next, uh, he's framed as a murderer or some shit. Then he fights a fucking rollerblading gang. <laughs> then he climbs four stories and one tracking shot, basically murdering people to stumble upon an illegal animal trafficking restaurant hideout. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking movie is ridiculous, but boy, it delivers. <laughs> then he fights a capoeira guy who gets kicked in the dick mid-cartwheel. <laughs> then a wushu dude who gets his chest broken by gong sticks. Then fights a nine-foot wrestler who shoulder blasts little Tony across the room in a burning building, all to find his elephants. This insanity carries on for the first 90 min 99 minutes. Then... Fuck. He finally, finally finds his friend and loyal buddy stripped to the bones. <laughs> Murdered. <laughs> and in, as insane as this movie has been thus far, this was shocking. <laughs> after everything Tony went through, after all of the beatings he took, after searching two countries, <laughs> his he finally finds his friend dead. It's painful. Tony breaks down and cries for eight minutes while tuxedo goons repeatedly beat the shit out of him as he stares at the bones of his friend and a little montage plays of them growing up together, reminiscing over his fallen friend and companion. The final stab in the gut is Tony gets stabbed in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> the morning phase is over. What follows is the most violent outburst I think I've ever seen. These fucks that were beating Tony get their fucking legs snapped in half, get their ankles snapped sideways, get their elbows broken, and their spines snapped. Does it end there? Is Tony satisfied? Fuck no. <laughs> in runs approximately 50 people who get their dicks broken, shoulders dislocated, necks twisted, knees broken inward, shit pushed in, groins stretched, and then more goons rush in. <laughs> then more. Then more. <laughs> All of them broken like potato chips. <laughs> it's the most fucking orgasmic release of rage and violence and revenge in the most brutal fashion that I've ever probably seen this is why it's probably my number one holy shit moment in nutty action movies <laughs> i fucking love animals i fucking cringe at broken bones there's something about combining these two that make the protector such a ridiculously satisfying movie i can go on about this flick forever <laughs> I mostly just covered one scene. <laughs> but this shit is already way too long, so I'll wrap it up. My rating, six stars out of four. <laughs> Fuck it. Keep up the wonderful work, gentlemen. 
Tony January <laughs> was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks once again, Evan, for writing in. It's always fun to read your 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 yeah. your uh, I don't know what to call them, but <laughs> your comments. <laughs> Evan has some wonderful descriptive language. Yes, they're always fun. I enjoy reading them. Yeah, so, um, yeah, anything else? I don't know that we have anything else to comment on in, in the Evan thing. Yeah, I just, uh, the protector was a shit ton of fun. It sure was. <laughs> it sure was. And I have never seen any other Tony Jaa movie, and I know you haven't either. All right. So, so. I'm interested in, into, into exploring more. Yeah, I, I guess we're going to have another Tony January at some point. I guess, yeah, I guess uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll roll around <laughs> once again. Um, yeah, hopefully it doesn't take that long, though. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see, yeah. So, I remembered that where we were was the Dragon Half was very important to Teenage U. It, it was. This was kind <laughs> of the, uh, this one kind of raised the bar. <laughs> it raised the bar. You mentioned when when you were saying, let's do this, you mentioned, like, this it, it made me i don't know that you mentioned that but it, there's something about it where you said it and i was just like oh this is some this, this is some serious shit this, yeah, this is, is like the, the legend of dragon half <laughs> for me it kind of like i guess like not very many other people because this was supposed to be four episodes as i understand it i saw that yeah and it did not get the the last two made they only made the first two and which has always saddened me from from the moment I first saw this. I was I, yeah. I spent a good few years like, where is episode three and four? It was like, <laughs> did you know that they weren't made, or you just not back then? It, it took uh, the internet to uh, grow a bit before I, uh, I could find this information. Well, that sucks. So you thought they were out there, you just couldn't. Yeah. Get them. So at first I was like looking for the others, and then I was like, no, they they aren't out there. So then I kind of thought, oh well, maybe they just never got a U.S. release. Yeah. And so it was it was just this kind of limbo of mystery of like, where's the rest of this story? Oh fuck! <laughs> like Tony Jaa, you were searching for the other two episodes of Dragon, only F. to find that it had been gutted and left as a skeleton. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> that sucks. Yeah, so that was a, a great sadness. But but there is a manga of this that, as I understand, is a, a lot bigger and broader than than this. It is. It is yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was reading about that. the The manga was was I don't know, however many volumes, and like the the even the four episodes wasn't going to cover the whole yeah yeah story. And there's there's a joke at the end of this when she's fighting Doug Finn and he's like wait you said you'd kill Azatota through whatever and she's like what I don't even know who that guy is he's like hang on let me watch the video for part one and then oh right right like, yeah they cut all my scenes like that's literally true like they did cut the scenes that were in the manga of him oh, okay. so he's, he's literally he did have a like an actual oh, arc that's funny. in the manga and they just couldn't fit it so they're like fuck story continuity we're just gonna yeah we're gonna put him in there and not have an explanation and that's fine <laughs> yeah i liked that that was i figured like oh he's probably in the manga that they just cut him out so that's fun to that's that's what they did <laughs> yeah. so and that's kind of 
that's a perfect uh, illustration of, of this type of humor that this uh, series embodies. And yeah. What it what it does just it's it is a freaking roller coaster of just nonstop silly. Yeah, it's very silly, and it's self aware in a way that like the guy thinks he's part of the first episode and so he has to check the vhs of the first episode so it's like <laughs> right you know like it, it it's, yeah it, it, it's not just contained within the world right and just uh, the world itself is like you think you're in this normal like fantasy world but she's got like a cd and there's like airplanes and <laughs> yeah that's true like it, it just it doesn't bother to have consistency it doesn't really care about having like a world that makes any kind of sense and yet it felt like it kind of made sense <laughs> in a weird way like like it didn't seem wrong yeah like, <laughs> like and you got the guy who's he gets the uh the mechanical body <laughs> the mechanical with the, with the body. machine guns and he's got the laser in his oh chest yeah, and, yeah 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 and guy with the bird he gets the robot bird that comes the in. robot bird yes yeah it, it's just like yeah i didn't get that they were together in the first time that they show up and mm. then they show up again and i'm like okay they're together <laughs> that makes sense because then because the first time they show up then don't they eat the bird like what happened there you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it> was... <laughs> Which, which again, just like goes to just the weird sense of humor and the complete like we just don't give a fuck in this right. series. Well, and there's other parts where like people die and then well they're they're just back and like whatever they're just back. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Which gives it sort of a like a Saturday morning cartoon sort of vibe where it doesn't really yeah yeah care so much about. And, and then there's just the animation itself is. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a weird it it's it's hard to describe. Yeah, like it will it will bounce back and forth like on a dime of like being as like realistically serious looking as it can and then yeah. they turn into starfish looking like people that are Yeah, they turn into very very super deformed. Yes. Was the uh, the old term for it. Now they use more of the Japanese term of chibi or Yeah, I was going to say that the little ones look chibi. Yeah, yeah. They look like they go chibi. Yeah, sometimes like we always used to just call that super deformed. And I think that's even in Japanese. I've seen like Japanese notations of designs and stuff labeled as SD for super uh, deformed. Super <laughs> deformed. <laughs> yeah, so I th I'm not sure how much of that is like linguistically where that comes in but both terms basically mean the same thing yeah that you've kind of shrunk them down into these very basic forms i thought and chibi was just i mean i don't know anything about it other than like i see these little things on the internet and it's like this is the chibi version and i think like okay so it's like small and cute <laughs> basically it, it, <laughs> it's kind of this super simplification of the design yeah to render it in ways um I'm not sure where exactly this gets its start. I think the earliest I can really think of it being used is in, say, Final Fantasy, and is the big one for this of uh, video games. Yeah. When, in the eight-bit era, especially, but also really in the sixteen-bit era, where there okay. was not enough detail available from like the Super Nintendo to really detail characters 
Yeah. But enough detail that they could exaggerate things. And, f like, if you play Final Fantasy VI, is probably the best one for this. Okay. The amount of expressiveness that your characters have in that game, the emotions that they can actually express, yeah. despite being these super tiny, pixelated, like, blobs of... Like, the little guys on the... Like, when you're just walking around Yeah, town, yeah. Like, those like, guys? Even those, like there's a lot of actual like expressions that they make and huh. individual animations where they will be sad and crying and, or they'll, oh, okay. well. they'll like shake their heads around and stuff. And there's a lot of other games of that era that kind of did this, uh, shining force games tried to do it a little bit, but Sega never really went that route as much as Squaresoft did. Uh -huh. But like there was a, <clears throat> like it just, it's kind of amazing to, when you play those old final fantasy games of just how much emotion, those characters express despite being like no detail to express it yeah and that's kind of what the chibi stuff is is to reduce things to their most basic values okay. and so you get an emphasis on these huge heads because that's where your emotional expression is in, is in your facial expressions yeah. so yeah. you exaggerate the face and just kind of shrink down the body all you need to know for the body is what position the arms and legs are okay. in general yeah. to do general just gestures and things like yeah. oh, they're waving or whatever you don't really need more than that to convey the body language yeah but the face needs to actually convey sadness so you have okay. these gargantuan eyes and yeah huh and so i think that's why a lot of anime really emphasizes the eyes de-emphasizes the nose you don't express much emotion with your nose generally not <laughs> generally not but eyes are very important for expressing emotions and feelings yes and they the are the well, windows so. to the soul yeah so so anime <laughs> has evolved over the years to emphasize those features and de-emphasize other features okay and just the chibi or super deformed version is just a massive exaggeration of that yeah and also just kind of lightens the mood it, it makes does, it yeah, silly it's very sillier fun, and lighter yeah. and just more fun and it's very cute yeah and that's, they're not so cute in this yeah like, this was less cute and more just amplifying the comedic tone yeah it's like yeah it's it's like this is the the raw form of this emotion they're feeling right. just like <laughs> <laughs> like just put into this weird visual form that best expresses how they're feeling yeah right it's very strange but also it it's it it just works like it doesn't feel wrong it's yeah. just like oh okay this is what we're doing <laughs> it's very funny i don't know yeah it, it's and i think it is just that contrast and the rapid contrast of yeah how it I mean, will yeah. do these much more detailed animations and then just go to these silly goofy things and it's doing it deliberately and oh yeah and to, it just adds oomph to the punchlines and yeah and it does this with the voice acting as well like oh, the okay. tones of voices if you pay attention to just what they're how they're actually speaking the inflections and stuff will yeah. will vary just as much in their lines of dialogue oh, okay. and, it, it, and it'll coincide with like the the easiest one i'm remembering now is the king telling uh dick saucer best name to your yeah. hero ever <laughs> like dick saucer good old dick fun. saucer 
<laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, who came up with that? I don't know, but he deserves a, a round of applause. <laughs> that's a, that's, I feel like it's a classic example of the Japanese creator, like, just thinking up a weird English name that doesn't make sense or something. <laughs> right. Because like, they're saying it, too. They're yeah, like, it's, Yeah, it's not a translation. Like, that's his actual name. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's a few puns in there that I'm sure are getting lost in translation. There's uh, where the king, like, leans in, just kind of says his name, Sosa, but he's, like, he's saying a Japanese word that uh, happens to sound very similar to yeah. saucer, and it's like... So he's clearly making this weird pun that translation-wise is not going to come through. Right. But when you actually listen to him hearing it, you're like, oh, that really does sound like saucer. <laughs> yes. Okay. And But there's like a scene where he's telling the saucer, like, oh, I want you to hunt down this dragon. And he's like, oh, I've seen this girl before. And, yes. And then he's like, oh, and then he does this impression of her. And it's this very, and like oh, his arms right. turn yeah, all yeah, like yeah, weird yeah. liquidy and he's like... <laughs> Yeah, the king does. Yeah, yeah, but like his voice, the tone and inflection of it is just suddenly jumping octaves back and forth as okay. he's saying all of this stuff and like just just listening to the actual voice acting itself, if you pay attention to it, like it's matching that ebb and flow of the animation and the chibi forms and stuff. Yeah. And like I I would shudder to watch this in dub. I don't even want to know how they <laughs> dubbed this. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine. I've, yeah, I've fortunately never really seen the English dub. I've maybe caught snippets of it at some point, but it's yeah. never. I've you, never watched it dubbed. You I, had a subtitle back in the day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was well, a subtitled VHS. Well, that, you got lucky. Yeah, my my brother got a hold of it wherever the hell he got a hold of it, and is it on the DVD? Um, the the English? Yeah, that would have been the only way I'd have seen it is on this DVD. Oh, it is on there. So it's it's there, but I've never <laughs> never touched it. I've been like, mm. <laughs> I, no, I'm fine. So what you're saying is we found something that Stephen is scared of. <laughs> Dragon half dubbed. <laughs> I mean, because that's a '90s dub and it's comedy anime and it's yeah. just like. The, and just how so much of the humor in this series is conveyed through the voice acting in it. Yeah. Like, it's just, that that's just stacking up reasons to never touch the dub there. It's like, all of those facts are just like, we're bringing the quality down. It could be the dub that changes your mind and <laughs> makes you want to watch only dubs. You never know. Maybe. <laughs> but I think this was probably more successful here in america than it was in japan just by the fact yeah. that it never got finished but like it got a release back in the day and uh was apparently popular enough that they decided to release it on dvd at some point and yeah i immediately snagged that up like oh crap it's dragon half <laughs> like, yeah and just kind of picked that back up and i still love it i still think it's really solid and just all of the all of the humor just lands just right. And, yeah. But it was uh I guess it was kinda of, it was kinda of like this eye opener to me at the time that like Aiko was not the limit. Aiko was not okay. as far as we could go down the rabbit hole of pure insanity. And That's what you were saying when you were selecting it. You were like in the lineage of of comedy anime, there's like Echo this, 
and then like then, the further out yeah stuff. like this this was kind of like where i was like no we can go sillier we can go stupider we can do more yeah. insanity we we don't have limits and so i interpreted that as like this is kind of a landmark thing and i'm not sure it's a landmark thing maybe not or it was for me right it was for yeah, you that's I don't what know i'm about saying for other like, people yeah. but for me personally it was just like holy crap yeah we can go beyond like i thought project aco was insane and made no sense and yeah and then this thing comes along and it raises that bar at least for right. me and it was at the time i was just like what the heck is this like <laughs> and so like i guess i could kind of compare this to something we watched a while ago was um those who hunt elves okay yeah. and I was like you enjoyed that one a lot more than I did. Yes, this is true. And I would liken that to um, uh, the way you felt about uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man being like, "This isn't a oh, real yeah, okay. trauma film. Yeah, like it, it doesn't have that trauma quality yeah. that you're looking for, and that I don't really am not as familiar with. So I wasn't really looking for. Yeah, like, yeah. Those who hunt elves was like that for me, and like this dragon half is like this is what yeah. i i think of as a, a true like comedy anime okay i can't understand that because the the comedy in those who and elves is more it's not it's not like traditional but it's more low-key than, than right, something like right. this for and sure like, and so when i go into a comedy anime i'm like like dragon half is the bar to read yeah, like, it's okay. like that's what i want is something yeah. that goes that extra mile of just like what the hell is even happening in this right and not that those who want elves was bad per se no it's fine <laughs> but it, it just felt like compared to this it just felt slow it felt like yeah. it wasn't really doing anything special Right, right. And so it felt kind of bland and average to me. Where yeah, no, I can understand that, especially comparing it to this. Because, like, this is two episodes, and they're roughly the length of a TV episode. Right. And, like, there's a lot of stuff packed into those yeah, two episodes. Yeah, yeah. And those when else is, like, 20-some episodes. <laughs> and it, so it's a lot more drawn out and right, definitely right. not as densely packed <laughs> with... <laughs> insane jokes i mean there's maybe a couple here and there like i remember something isn't there like a fucking teddy bear like rampaging oh yeah yeah, yeah. There and was there's like the tank that's uh possessed by, possessed a, cat by spirit, a cat yeah. And, yeah i mean there's there's lots of silly things in there that yeah but it's more spread out yeah it's it's, it's a lot more spread out and like yeah. here it's just all just like bam 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 like for sure yeah every single scene is just this ridiculous nonsense and yeah it's just like nuts constantly yeah just and things that you probably just won't even see the first time through just because it's fast yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just so so much going on not that they're in the background it's not like a hidden joke it's just that things are happening so rapidly right trying to keep up with it is can be difficult yeah yeah but yeah I've, I've always just loved all the characters in this and their their bizarre quirks and yeah they're fun they're fun and, and maybe it is because this is so short maybe if this were drawn out they'd get old and tired you know what it re reminded me of a lot <laughs> is ron mahaff yeah yeah that's so i was reading those that you had 
and mm-hmm. I don't know how many I read, but I, I read a number of volumes, and I like the the premise, I like the characters, but at it got to a point where it was just like... It, it is a formula. All right, and, like, yeah, and, I get it. And you know every story is going to follow the basic general trend. Yeah, yeah. and it, nothing against it. It was super fun, and I still have a fondness for it. Right, it, it, it does kind of get like, okay, we've been here before. Yeah, and like, I don't... It's there's not an evolution i mean there is because there's like oh they had this character and they had this other character and whatever but like in terms of just they always kind of return to square one and then go out from there and then come back and that's fine it's an episode you know it's a episodic thing and so i felt that this was kind of similar in its construction and so maybe the manga is is kind of like that as it maybe as it continues yeah. on and there's definitely some things in this that like it's hard to tell because there's just the two episodes so there's not right. much you can do a formula for two episodes but right there's definitely some things that i think would have carried over and like in like yeah. Damaramu and doug finn coming back every episode those guys and <clears throat> the the girl who's the like because the the main girl is half a dragon and the or whatever you want to say it <laughs> her lineage is half yeah. dragon and the other girl is half slime right which i love because <laughs> those slimes isn't that like dragon quest they do look kind of like dragon because yeah. I, I don't know anything about dragon quest other than that slime and yeah. so then they showed like the dad and i was like isn't that the fucking isn't that like exactly like it and i pulled it up on the computer and it was like a big it's pretty much exactly the fucking thing <laughs> So, I feel like it's a reference or something. It could very well be kind of parody because it's definitely just parodying fantasy yeah. concepts and ideas. And but so that slime girl who's like gonna be she's the the like the rival or whatever, and so they're always kind of like going back and forth, and I could see that you know in a Ron Mahaff sort of way. Right, right. Like it, it feels like it could have just become very formulaic but at the same time knowing that it was only going to be four episodes right it definitely wouldn't have overstayed its welcome at just four episodes no no and the the i want to like i don't know the length of rama half or dragon half they're both halves yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know the length of their mangas but i feel like rama half is probably longer. I would guess so. I don't know how long the Dragon <laughs> Half Mango went, but I know Ron Mahaff in those volumes that you were reading those number into the 30s. Oh fuck. And I don't know if they even go farther. Wow, that's They they could go far. I just know that I have seen volumes in the 30s. Wow, that's so, a lot. Yeah. And that's I know Rumiko Takahashi, the author of that one, has done longer. The Inuyasha series went into the 40s, and I think you. Oh, wow. Like, it might have even hit 50 volumes by wow. the time it ended. So she does very long work. Yeah. And well, and, like, there's nothing wrong with that in terms of the formula, because, like, any fucking sitcom that has that, a yeah. shitload of episodes, like, you can't. Right. You know, it, ha- it can't be brand new every fucking time. But and so that's fine. It's just you know, I don't know. <laughs> you can only watch so much. You can only read right, so right. much. But in terms of Dragon Half, it's only two episodes. So, 
while I was reminded, it wasn't like a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, this is kind of like in the same vein, like part of that same right. sort of style it's where it's over the top, weird, like yeah, comedy. Yeah. It's, and... it's that, that anime humor. That... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That is just kind of the, uh, the typical anime uh, comedy that, at yeah. least of that era, because they probably right. would have been very similar time frames there. Yeah, Ronma probably started it was, in the eighties. I think it probably started in the eighties, but like it's so long, it had to. Have, it was running in the nineties for sure. Yeah, and it might have even started in the nineties because Urusa Yatsura was in the eighties, and that's every bit as long of series as Ronma oh, Half and oh. Inuyasha. Like, like I said, Rumiko Takagi does long series, so. Um, it may have, Urusei Yatsura may have been running into the 90s, and Ronma Half is what she did after that, so. Okay. Um, and then she went into Inuyasha, and she has a bunch of shorts, too. It's not like the only thing she ever does is these yeah. long stories, but. Huh. Well, it was, it was a, a, a nice, it was like a welcome, like, you know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, God, it's like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun it was like oh okay it's one of these things that's fun <laughs> yeah yeah and like this is definitely one like i didn't want to just drop this on you before you watched Aiko or yeah like, those who on elves was a very good ground laying series okay. for just setting up that that style of humor yeah just kind of and, and like ron mahaf again the same thing and yeah nuku nuku and these these various other comedy anime it's like they're kind of the the baseline and then this is kind of like we it's a step beyond in yeah. terms of just and how hectic it is like if you didn't have kind of that basis i don't know that going into this might just be confusingly yeah, weird may, rather yeah than, maybe i don't know it's hard to say yeah i mean and i you are certainly not uh new to cinema in general you've had a wide swath of yes and i would cinematic say cinematic experience so you probably would have adapted pretty easily to it, but compared yeah. to some other people who have, yeah, and more well, and more so now because um, the past few years I've gotten into Hong Kong comedies a lot, and yeah. <clears throat> they're <laughs> very fast and weird, and I don't know, especially the Stephen Chow movies where he's like him and and. Wong Jing movies like they're directly influenced by these kind of animes mm, yeah. and they're like wanting like they they say like we were trying to take those weird anime comedies and like make them real movies so there's a lot of weird jokes in Stephen Chow movies that just are just random out of fucking nowhere <laughs> I mean they're, and they're just they're fucking great I mean they're hilarious I love it but it's just they make no sense they're not <laughs> yeah. you know like some there's there's one of the later ones that i watched that's like from beijing with love where it's just basically a james bond parody sort of movie mm -hmm. and like i like that one the least <laughs> because it's based kind of on something and so there's kind of like mm. a foundation for weird gags because there's gadgets and shit okay. but then there's like what the fuck was that one? Oh fuck, I can't remember it offhand. Tricky, tricky something, tricky business or something. 
and it's just like the most insane weird thing and it just there's like random things where he, he tells a guy to go outside and he opens the door and it's just there's nothing and the guy just falls out the fucking building and <laughs> like just weird like what and then they just it, it just moves on like <laughs> like what the fuck is going on i don't know it's just yeah, very, very I've, strange i've i've always loved that about anime is its ability to just turn on a dime and just yeah go in a completely different direction and just not even care that two seconds ago it was doing something completely different yeah so yeah i feel like i feel like you would like his movies but yeah i don't yeah, know that's, a, that's something we should probably look into some more yeah like he was um he was basically the biggest star in hong kong uh ever since his first breakout movie in 1990 until i mean he still is now but he doesn't act anymore but like his last acting movie was in the 2000s but that one even is like so like basically the 90s is mm -hmm. like every time he released a movie it was like number one and then there was a couple of years where like because that was also the heyday of Jackie Chan. And so yeah. sometimes Jackie would be number one, and sometimes Stephen Chow would be number two, and sometimes he would be number one. But there's, I've done a lot of research on 1992, <laughs> and Stephen Chow had, like, the top ten was, like, six fucking Stephen Chow movies. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the other ones were, like, all Jackie movies. It was nuts. <laughs> it was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy crap. And it's just insane. Like, can you even imagine that in in the U.S. If like Tom oh, yeah. Cruise had <laughs> six movies, you know, six it. movies, and they were all like the biggest hits of the year. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that's nuts. And then that's the thing too. I, like, would, I would love that if it were like Arnold. Well, yeah, had, like, six I mean, movies, and they're yeah. like, oh, shit, Arnold made six. That would movies be awesome. This year? Shit, I gotta watch these. Right, and they were all awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing too. That's not even all of the Stephen Chow movies that year because outside of the top 10, there were like three others that were within the top 15 or something. It was nuts. It was oh, insane. Man. That's so, crazy. yeah. So, Dragon Half. The question is did I like it? Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like you were pretty good for it. I Yeah, I've been kind of dancing around it, but I actually really liked it. I thought it was very fun, and I was sad that there weren't more. Yeah. <laughs> and then I read, like, oh, there were supposed to be two more, and I was like, oh, fuck, that would be nice, two more of these. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I, I was I was very sad for that myself. Yeah, it's so. sad. I, I feel like um, it seems like something like, oh, I should probably see if the manga is around or something yeah i know it exists somewhere though whether i don't know if it's had a legit release well, or if it's, it definitely uh, exists somewhere <laughs> well i mean in english i know of people who have uh, oh okay have, uh, so I'm, I'm sure there is an english translation whether it is an officially sanctioned and uh, released yes. version or just some fan translation of yes. some dude who had photoshop and just yeah 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 <laughs> i've seen the, those yeah there's uh I love Junji Ito, the he's a horror manga artist. Yeah. And his stuff is getting released in the US a lot now. But like I found this fucking website that was just 
it was just like everything he ever did that some <laughs> some one dude was like pumped up about and he translated all these short stories like this was only yeah. in this magazine and this was here and it was just like dude had like the whole lineup and i was like holy fuck this is Man. insane yeah because there was there was a series of manga that the library here had and it was like museum of horror some shit like that and like the u.s versions they only put out like three ver three volumes but there's 15 volumes or something and and they reordered them so i was just like well where are these other stories i want to read these other stories and then that led me to this guy's website where he had like all of them plus all this other shit and it's just insane yeah jeez it's nuts yeah there's uh you get some very dedicated fans out there with guess, some of this stuff i guess so i guess so and apparently they know japanese i yeah. don't know maybe did they learn japanese just because they're super fans or did they already know quite possible it's nuts it's nuts the two the two tend to go hand in hand sometimes man i mean i love the hong kong shit but i'm not trying to like actually learn cantonese that's fucking hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that it is man I, that's like that's a level of dedication that i don't know yeah that's rough yeah, I liked it. It's fun. Yeah, it's just um so much crazy weirdness going on. Yeah. I that was the other thing that was reminding me of Ranma half is that because they turn into animals in that though the one guy the the dad oh, turns yeah, yeah, into yeah. a panda. Yeah. And so then like the they'd show the mom and she'd be oh, a yeah. mom sometimes <laughs> and sometimes she'd be a dragon. Right. And it was just like, oh, okay, it's just fun. It's just like bouncing between this. Yeah. It's not based in reality. It's it was fun. Yeah, I I, I love the way she there's that one scene where she transforms and where it's just it shows her in the this chibi dragon form and then yes. there's just like this little poof of smoke and this little like <laughs> it sounds like a drum beat just like boom. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's a human and you're just like what the freaking hell? yeah because like it, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's how does that even make sense that she's a human i don't know no i i i suspect it's just going off of general fantasy ideas of the dragon can shape change into oh okay it's just a magical power that dragons have yeah well look at that uh, i don't know dragons i don't know how common that is but i have seen other fantasy works where that is just something dragons can do where they yeah. can either shape change or create illusions that they are human Ooh. or something like that create so. illusions <laughs> <laughs> sound effects are kind of like saturday morning cartoons like you kind of mentioned before that kind of had a vibe like that. yeah and the sound effects are definitely like they feel like they'd be pulled right out of a cartoon show or yeah well trauma too <laughs> they're kind of in the same line yeah yeah i think that's like that's kind of why i like sergeant kabuki it felt like an anime comedy with just like weird crap coming out of nowhere yes there is a lot of that yeah 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 oh yeah and the uh vena turning into the slime back and forth yes yes yeah i liked that yeah I love that scene where it's just like where she's born and it's just like it's like oh she looks just like the father <laughs> right because that was funny too because <laughs> right before then or the scene before whatever with that 
that king, I thought, like, his head kind of looks like one of those slimes. <laughs> and then they fucking did it. And I was like, yes, they did it. Uh, there, there's something subtle in there that um, it took me a while to notice that it's it literally happens. They mention it, but it's like it's literally in the animation, if you uh, check for it, where she's telling this tragic story of her past, and she's like, oh, the shock made father lose his last hair. And, like, if he's in those flashback scenes when he's younger, he has just one hair sticking out of the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that it was just one, but I did see the hair, like, going yeah, away. Yeah, and when he, when he gets shocked, it's like that one hair just launches out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and the shock made him lose his last hair. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it, it, I think it took me a few times where I was like, wait, he's actually there. He does have this one little hair. <laughs> but yeah, they have a they have a fun little relationship, the, the father and daughter. Just yeah. Kind of like arguing sometimes, and then other times they're like totally on the same team. And right. I liked it because it wasn't... Like, it, it gets serious kind of <laughs> like when yeah. you know it's like they gotta oh they're sending this guy out to kill the dragon and they kind of are getting serious but like it's always fairly light-hearted so yeah i yeah. liked it because a lot of anime it's just like it's not so serious guys come on <laughs> Have, have a laugh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Life's too short for all these conflicts. There, there is a lot of uh, lightheartedness in anime, honestly. Yeah. And maybe we can thank Tezuka for that. He always went out of his way to put lighthearted moments in even his darkest stories. He would occasionally just swing to uh, random comedy for... Yeah, just well, to, that's nice. Yeah, just to lighten the mood, and he he very intentionally did that. He didn't want his stories to be just depressing, and yeah. he always wanted his audience to have something to feel uplifting in there somewhere, even if it was just a silly, stupid gag. <laughs> but yeah, Dragon Half is is full of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, nonstop. Yeah, and. I love just how much nonsense is in there where it's like first the plan is to just kidnap mink and use her as a hostage and then rosario who i i love rosario he's just this amazing is weird, that the dude who's like i got this idea yeah yeah he's like, like the advisor yeah like the, yeah the shady guy with yeah the he was funny yeah i liked him <laughs> like shows up with a bucket of dry ice for traumatic yes effect. yes i liked that <laughs> and like each other is like, oops, I accidentally killed her. <laughs> well, we can still use the body as bait. And then like, she's not dead. And then, but like from then on, they're just trying to kill her. Like they were just like, oh, well, fuck it. We're just going to kill. Like the entire plan is just completely forgotten. Yeah. They never mention it again. It's just all of a sudden. Yeah. We're, we just want to kill her. <laughs> There's like no reason for it. There's no it's just, all right, we're, we're trying to kill her. Like, they've completely forgotten the entire original point of what they were trying to do. Yeah. I think I have also forgot the original point of what they were trying to do. Because, like, he sent the dad to kill the dragon. Yeah. Instead, they married. Right, right. Okay. 
and now he wants re- revenge. So he wants to kill the dad so he can marry the dragon himself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's like, and then your beautiful wife will be mine. Yes. <laughs> it was like, wait, what? <laughs> yes, that's right. He wants to marry the dragon. And then where does the daughter get into it? Um, she's just jealous because they're both in love with uh, Dick Saucer. So okay. they're, they're rivals for right. okay. Dick Saucer's heart. Good old Dick Saucer. <laughs> I like the Dick Saucer. It's, you know, it's uh, anything where they add music in is fun, and he's like this weird <laughs> yeah, idol like, kind of guy. Yeah, this kind of pop singer, yeah. dragon slayer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very weird and funny, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, and like, it's, it's great. He's like so awesome, but we never really get to see him do much. No, he doesn't do a whole lot. <laughs> like he does a little bit at the, the start of episode two, but like Mink's not fighting back because she's like, no, I don't want to fight him. And, and then yeah. his concert starts, so he has to leave. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> He's like, oh, crap, it's time for my concert. <laughs> I was like, we'll do this later. <laughs> and then he goes into the tournament, but he drank some X-Lax and Ashton... <laughs> I mean, that's just another like just great moment of just, it's just the perfect juxtaposition where he runs out there is like I'll get you for this dragon and then runs into the bathroom <laughs> it's yeah. like, just, just the, like it's just like it's this serious like angry bitter moment and, and then he just goes to the toilet yeah. he's there for the rest of the episode <laughs> <laughs> poor guy and just like again I, I just I like how every element of this just adds up like when he he does that flip over the guy he's fighting and then like as soon as he lands it's just like the timing and the animation and the sound effects of this just all combine yeah like when he lands and then his stomach just goes like there's like a drum roll almost like boom yeah. his stomach just vibrates and he yeah. suddenly just starts <laughs> his whole body just kind of liquefies and he just starts shaking around like what is this <laughs> it's just everything in it just combines perfectly to that point yeah it's it's very well timed comedically and yeah very well paced like a lot of times when i watch an anime i mean i guess you could say it about most things <laughs> anime or not but i don't know i get kind of bored and uh especially with anime though it's just like oh man come on let's just get it going <laughs> and at the same time it's like I don't understand what's going on. So, <laughs> but with this one, I, I, I was, it just kind of rolled along and I was, I, I followed it. Yeah. I didn't want it to go any faster. I didn't want it to go any slower. It was just, wow, oh, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this one really does just kind of hit that sweet spot. Of... Yeah. It seems solid and it makes me sad that, like, yeah, how does it not, yeah, how did it do well? Not get it. Yeah, the rest of it funded. I don't know. Especially if the manga was was doing well enough <clears throat> to keep going. Yeah, keep going. Some you know, buy your VHS guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I bought mine. I I did my part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I figured you might like the second episode just because it has a tournament arc it, in it. You know, <laughs> it's I, a martial arts tournament. <laughs> I do like tournaments, so that was nice to see, have a little tournament, yes. Um, I, I love the rules for it. It's like, no time limit, any weapons you want, 
you either kill your opponent or you put the king's seal on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Mo was it was it Dick Saucer where the where he the other dude just walks up and like puts it on his <laughs> yeah, forehead just... like and the way that it happens was very comedic or you you don't even like they say the rules but then you don't think about the yeah. seal and then it's like oh it's a little sticker <laughs> and that made me laugh because i did not see that coming at all right and it's like because you see that gag and it's just like it's just a gag you don't think it's going to really be a part of the yeah. show per se and then, and then just they do it <laughs> yeah and just the way it, he does it it's so like yeah just <laughs> it's so innocent he just puts a little sticker on his forehead it's very cute. There's like I liked it. three people that get stickered. Yeah, but not like that first time. Yeah, that you first see like it. the other times it's just like, okay, they got taken out, but they yeah. got the sticker. So you just see them with it. like there's one where it was that dude with the club and it's just like it's just one frame <laughs> shot of Mink just bashing through his club and then you you see him like flying back like he's been hit, but the king's seal is on his forehead, yeah. so you know she just slapped it on his right. face really hard. <laughs> <laughs> And then Vito, when she gets knocked out, you just kind of see her kind of moping on the yeah. little pedestal next to the king in her little slime form right. with the seal. Yes, yes, the little slime when she turns back. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's, you know. Yeah. I was just like, I need more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was always my thought on it, too. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the little opening title card where it's just like, Mink's Voyage, and then a train just rolls by the bottom of the screen. <laughs> you hear the little train, like, and train just flies by. Yeah, with those, those are obviously, like, English, like, yeah, video there's, there's, titles. There's some very obvious uh, yeah. redoing of title and cards. So and so I... Like, there's, there's some signs in the background that get changed. Too. Yeah. Uh, it would be interesting to see just the straight raw footage. Yeah, I would, I would like to see just I, the Japanese. I want to say it's different from what the VHS had, but it's been so long since I've seen the VHS. Oh. I'm not, I, I want to say some things changed, but I'm not sure yeah. what. Um, but yeah, that's all just localization stuff. And right. And, like, I understand they got to do that, but... It still would be would nice like to, to have the original yeah. in there somewhere. Right. And some of the stuff, like the when the guy has the bucket of dry ice, it's just like, it still says Japanese dry ice. Yeah, but they then don't. They have yeah, a little thing. They just with have like a, it's an just arrow. a little subtitle that points yeah, at it. Yeah. It's like next to it. And so that's nice. Yeah. And I kind of wish they did. Like, there was that, that flashback to the slime village. They have this sign, but it's actually yeah, there's replaced. Like a big there's this sign. big, like, obviously yeah. photoshopped. Just... Yeah, and that's one that of was, the That kind of bugs me, yeah that, yeah, that moment. But the title cards, they're they're fine, I guess. It doesn't... They're fine, but I still would like to see. Yeah. Because there's something about title cards that bother me when they're changed. Because in Hong Kong movies, a lot of times when they like, they'll come over here they'll change the title mm. and then they'll like <clears throat> they'll just change it and that's like i want to see what the original aesthetic was for the title yeah, yeah, so, like yeah. you've completely changed it maybe it's it's different you know right and i'll say at least for this the actual like the episode title cards are replaced but the actual title card of dragon half is clearly the original yeah that's the same for sure yeah yeah 
which was nice to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what did you think of the end credits? The end credits. Oh, with the the egg song. Yeah, I I loved it. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was. I, I loved it very much. Yeah, like it's all like Beethoven stuff re-edited into yeah and like a lot of it i couldn't even take in as beethoven but then there was right. a part where it's like okay that clearly is yeah i yeah. don't know this other part but maybe it was just mutated in a weird way or yeah because there's because aside from like the very obvious ones yeah it's like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah right right but yeah it's like it i think it's taking these weird snippets that you're not immediately recognizing because I, I certainly don't recognize a lot of it, but I'm sure most of it I think is from various yeah. works of Beethoven. And, and again, it, it's just that bizarre comedic uh, nature of Dragon Half that it, it just lends to, it's just this perfect match to it of the right. way it's done. No, it's super fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, I know they were talking about eggs, but then, like, in the subtitles, they were saying eggs, and then I could hear them saying tamago, which... Yeah, tamago is egg. Is that just egg? Yeah, it's just egg. Okay. Because I know that as the sushi egg, which is, a like, a very specific preparation mm. for eggs, and so maybe it's just the word is egg, and that's just the yeah, way yeah. eggs are in sushi but it's like this very specific sort of omelet thing hmm. that's like cut into very specific like cube or blocks or weird i don't know i yeah, I'm, I'm i'm not into it so <laughs> i don't know yeah. too much about it but uh, yeah, i was I'm, wondering if if yeah i'm pretty sure just the japanese word tamago just means egg okay uh, i don't I don't think it has any more specific meaning than okay, that. Okay, okay. Chicken eggs. Yeah, yeah. Sushi eggs, whatever. Yeah, just yeah. eggs. Just good old eggs. And I was wondering, too, there's a part of the song where they say stuff in Chinese. Yeah. And I was like, what is that all about? And they don't translate that. They just no. list it in Chinese in the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, and then there's just r random nonsense syllables. Where <laughs> well, the nonsense stuff too, yeah, and that's fun. That's just and, you know. And then there's actual words that just make no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird. There's song. a little bit of English in it too. Where there's some point where I'm trying like, to remember. Yeah, I think they just are counting like one, two, three, four. Oh four. yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's a, yeah, it's a, it, it's just this totally weird bizarre song that and yeah. the visuals that go with because the credits are kind of animated and yes, yes they have all these weird goofy things going on and yeah it's fun it's like a little bonus yeah after the episode <laughs> like she's sitting there like a, an angel but she's got bat wings and horns <laughs> <laughs> and she's like singing some like hymn from a hymnal or something and then there's a fucking duck flies by and she's like <laughs> what the hell is this doing messing up my stuff she'll <laughs> be taking a nap and the other guys go dancing by yeah it's all just just good silly fun yeah I, I have that on my iTunes playlist rotation <laughs> oh well that'll <laughs> but, get you going <laughs> and I know you like putting in the uh, 
theme songs of things in the podcast. So. I do. That's a good idea to put that. Yeah. yeah. And, and at the same time, it's like I lo- like just listening to it. I laugh at it, but at the same time, I'm laughing at it because I know what it's saying and what visually is yeah. going on. Like it, I think it does lose a lot if you have not actually seen right. what it's doing because it, it is just nuts. Yeah. 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 It, for sure. But still. I think it's it has it's a weird fucking song just <laughs> yeah. on its own. So. Yeah, I think, I think on its own it's just silly and fun sounding. Yeah, like it just sounds funny and would, yeah is just entertaining on its own. But yeah, it, it it just has more layers to it when you actually right. watch the credits themselves. Not quite the same without them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember writing down something. That's what I wrote down. I don't remember. <laughs> So I wrote down this one joke that I thought was fucking hilarious. That it just made me laugh because it came out of nowhere, and I don't really remember what it is now. <laughs> but there's some part where like the main girl just picks up and she has like this giant chip clip or something, oh, and yeah. she was like doing something with it, and it just came out of nowhere. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And it got like I think that was a pun that spiraled way out of control. Yeah. But- Cause like, that was it, when Vina shows up at the tournament, and Mink's friends are all like, "Oh, she looks evil and nasty and whatever." And then Vina goes like, "Oh, so you have a you have a big mouth? And I'll take this." And like, I think "big mouth" is somehow being a pun on those chip clips oh, having a big okay. wide mouth uh... or something clipping. And so she like just conjures a bunch of them to just be pinching their skin and they're just like ah! and so mink just gets a gigantic one and slaps her over the head with it yeah. as as payback <laughs> i liked that that was funny yeah it's, that, that is one of the more just totally out of nowhere moments yeah where it's just like you kind of have to like roll it back a bit and go like, wait what is going on yeah, I didn't catch the whole thing. I just was like, oh, a giant chip clip. Okay. I like that. It yeah, took me I, by surprise. Yeah, I think especially because they are, because the ones she conjures are just like normal size. So they're very tiny and it's, yeah. you don't necessarily recognize it as it happens. Yeah, I did not. Until Mink drags out the big one that takes up the whole damn screen. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I also like the golem. Yeah, that was funny where, too. Uh, and she just makes me cry, and she just runs away all dainty and just crashes right through it, and it shatters. <laughs> just like it's this big threatening thing, and yet it just, like, nah, she just smashes right through it. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this kind of solidified the, uh, the, the rule that you, you never piss off an anime girl. They, they will destroy you. Oh, okay. And, and doubly so if they are redheads. Oh. <laughs> so, Aiko... <laughs> Nuku Nuku, yeah. <laughs> just like you, you got this list of like these anime schoolgirls who like with reddish hair. Yeah, you piss them off, they will just start destroying entire cities. <laughs> like, just, wow, <laughs> it's kind of a a, a theme with anime. It's, huh. like, it's like never piss off the little girl in an anime; you will regret it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh the 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 uh increase i guess of uh anime weirdness the, the next step in the yeah bizarreness that is 
anime. And this one's fairly early on. For I think I watched it a good deal later than when it came out, obviously. It probably would have taken like a year to actually get released here. But Yeah. Like most other things would. But I think I've, I saw later things than this before I saw this. And okay. So this And so as early as this is to be as over the top as it is, is kind of like, whoa, like kind of by the 2000s like there's there's stuff weirder than this this is kind of the the tipping point there is hmm. not as weird as dragon half and then there is the stuff that's way out there and but like how weird can it get though like, <laughs> like, I, <don't... laughs> I guess i'll have to see it yeah yeah i i would say that fooly cooly is weirder than this yeah, you it's mentioned more rambunctious that. Yeah. and more insane and more just huh. off the wall. What the fuck am I even watching? Okay. And Dead Leaves for sure. Good Dead Leaves sounds hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some fucking gothic show with like vampires or something. <laughs> no, no. It's a, it's a sci-fi about some of these two people who've been imprisoned on the moon and one of them has a television for a head and... <laughs> well, of course, well, that doesn't make any and, fucking and sense. And now that they're they're breaking out of this weird moon prison and somewhere in the future. Wow. Okay. And it makes no sense at all. There is no explanation for the guy with the TV head. Why would there? Be? <laughs> exactly. Why? Why? Why would you need that? Yeah. Um, that one's a very short one. I think that was like a forty-five minute one. Just and that's it. Okay. Um, Panty and Stocking is another one that's up there on the what the fuck meter. That sounds more on the, uh, <laughs> sounds more closer to the, what did you say? The etchy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the softcore sort of stuff? It, it might, it can lean that way a little bit. It's, it does have a very raunchy sense of humor. And okay. I think there's, I think there's one scene where it's just like, they're doing something, it's completely just i don't know it's whatever the plot is going on just in the background for no reason there's just a rack of dildos just lined up behind them just well, of course <laughs> like okay sure <laughs> so i don't know if it would really qualify as etchy because it's not really selling it in a sexual way it's just like yeah. but it is using sexual humor to okay of high degree yeah um but yeah that's a that one's Gynax, actually. Okay. Same, same folks that make Evangelion. All right. Um, as is Fooly Cooly. <laughs> okay. Apparently, they're all about. Yeah, they they did some really really weird weird shit. Hmm. Uh, they kind of pioneered the weird shit. They pioneered it. Wow. <laughs> they they went to new locations that huh. no one had gone before. And in a way, Evangelion kind of is too. Yeah, because you've not mentioned... in a comedy way. Well, there is comedy in Eva, but not. Yeah, but you said like there's like before Eva and after. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like I kind of like thing. Eva feels like the line between classic anime and modern anime. Yeah, it's a. Uh, in many ways kind of like I, I I guess you could call it like the Star Wars of anime, and that oh it yeah okay. had that that impact on the industry in the same way that star wars had this impact on the sci-fi industry yeah and just that going forward like eva was the thing to emulate and live up to and hmm. 
stylistically and yeah structurally and stuff so that is why eva is such an important series historically it might be it's, it's definitely one of the most important anime in terms of it's just what it's done but yeah and i might even rank it as like number two as like second most important anime ever made just in terms of how big an impact it's had wow the first probably being Astro Boy, but because that basically made anime. And there was animation made in Japan before Astro Boy, but Astro Boy kind of made anime what actually anime instead of just animation. Yeah, <laughs> is. started the style. Or yeah, whatever. it can. It is kind of the originator for so much of what anime has done ever since hmm. so we have him to to thank or to not thank <laughs> to as thank or the curse, case maybe as, yeah. as your preference is <laughs> yeah uh, tezuka created practically everything in anime <laughs> you can trace back to tezuka in some yeah. way shape or form but yeah <clears throat> so there we are we're, we're at the uh, the tipping point of anime comedy to yeah well move I'm, on beyond the uh the standard fair into the what the fuck fair well i'm interested to see because i honestly am like well how fucking weird can it get like i don't know <laughs> so you know i guess yeah, we'll yeah like because and that that's why this one was so important to me it was like Aiko was like an eye-opener of, oh my god, this is so nuts. And then I yeah. watched this and I'm like, Aiko's not as nuts as we, we can do more. <laughs> like, yeah. sky's the limit. <laughs> and then I watched Fooly Cooly and I'm like, sky is not the limit. There is no limit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> okay. But, yeah, Dragon Half was kind of this, this big moment of, we can go more, we can be faster and crazier and <laughs> less sense than ever <laughs> yeah all right well i enjoyed it yeah i'm i'm glad you liked it i'm surprised too because I, yeah, I don't know i was, I was a little worried because you're you're you have not like been on board with too many of the anime comedy stuff so yeah i'm always kind of yeah it's always a little bit eh, but this definitely i'm i'm on the plus side for sure all right well that's cool. I'm, yeah, I'm like glad I, I, fi I finally found one for you. Yeah, though. it was actually like, like when it was over, I was just like, oh, I wish there was more. <laughs> I want to see more right. of these things. Yeah, and I, I mean, as unfinished as it is, I don't know that the story needs any more of a conclusion. Yeah, no, I don't even like care about the story. Those yeah. who hunt elves, that doesn't conclude. It, right, it's like. You know, it's just an excuse for more of this weird shit to happen. Yeah, I just wanted to see more weird shit. I don't even care about the story. Right, right. I mean, I would be surprised if if the manga ends <laughs> in some sort of conclusion. I mean, it, it, there might be some conclusion, but I feel like you could always. Yeah, I I kind of have a feeling that it's going to go with some mink and saucer end up together kind yeah. of a thing, but. I don't really know that for sure. I mean, Ursa Yatsura ended without ever concluding that weird love clash, I guess you'd call huh. it. Because like, well. when I, when I, at least not in the anime, maybe the manga did, but 
Yeah. The anime just kind of the the very last Urusei Yatsura anime that concluded the entire thing was just kind of like, nope, they're still arguing and they're not getting going. married and oh, wow. <laughs> still running away from her. Like, nope. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess you'll have to read all fifty volumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> well, I guess that's yeah. I guess you got anything that's, else? That's about it. That's about it. So, uh, and yeah, adios. All right, see ya. <laughs>